with Clem, the end of the dot. Friday evening as we anchor the Friday triad which starts with Rick's Rock Shop moves into the takeover and ends right here at the end of the dial listener land people with the broadcast with Clem and I am Clem your doctor of sound, your arbiter of music, your captain on the sea of tunes, sonic gatekeeper of faith, audio key master of all the ceremonies that occur under my auspice, under my aegis, in my area. You are in my domain, and I have you in the palm of my hands for just a 
a spare few few hours during which time we are going to find out a lot about each other we're going to crack open everything and take a look and as i lead this expedition through the sonic and musical countryside i invite you to join in and you know how you can do that you can you can give us a, a call on a phone if you are so inclined the listener line is open i'm getting the thumbs up from the broadcast intern team i think that's the thumb again things that are happening on the other side of the studio i dare not speak but the number is 617-829-9283 that's how you call us on a, a like phone sort of contraption but you can also text us 617-764-9283 and you will find that the numbers on both of those accounts the last four numbers spell the word wave as in wave radio boston so this evening's broadcast is going to be kind of fun you know it's a, a beautiful night here in october we've got a lot of things to get to we have a cover to cover theme park disposable lighter song our 420 song of the week we, we were able to capture uh, the great Casey Kasem by way of ghost speaking again. So I'm looking forward to that. Of course, we have named that movie, Open Song Surgery. We have Becca Lee's Coming At You Live concert report. There is literally so much happening and so much on our plate that we better start eating now or we'll never finish it all. And... Uh, as you are aware from those of you who are not new to the broadcast we are here every night and we are here every night excuse me we're here every friday night not every night all right we can't do this every night all right this type of work requires a little bit of prep a little bit of lead-in time but on fridays you will hear us between 10 p.m and midnight that, that's right sam sam elliott calls in to let us know when we're on um, also, the guy from Dragnet calls in. Between 10 p.m. and midnight. Joe Friday. So both of them will let you know that between 10 p.m. and midnight, that is when you will find us. So. It's time for... It's time for something. It's time for... Now, music throughout the night. It's, it's time for music throughout the night. And we have a lot of music lined up. And as we like to say here on the broadcast, hearing is believing. And... You're not going to believe your ears. You're not going to believe your ears. So hang on tight. It's going to be a bumpy ride. But hopefully we will find ourselves and find out a great deal of things about each other at the other end of this particular journey. So what do we have lined up to start? Well, I'm excited to tell you that the broadcast is starting off this week with... Norway's version, their answer to Metallica. So from 1990, off the album Return to Churchill, it is the one and only Arch. The broadcast welcomes you. Enjoy. 
Disney Mountain. Lena? My advice to you, start drinking heavily. It's the best local station. Time to hit the button!
evil is the night. It's about a week early, but we figured we'd put it in there anyway to give you an idea. Evil is the night. By Sentinel Beast. From 1986. I believe. Mid-80s. And, uh... Evil definitely is a night, but before that we had uh, more today than yesterday. A little uh, sunshiny California pop there by the Spiral Staircase. And uh, some also from California, San Jose to be exact. We find ourselves with some good hardcore skate punk. The Faction with Pegged for Life, which was preceded by... Airplay, After the Love is Gone. It's David Foster before he became um, the songwriter for, God, everyone, Peter Cetera and a whole bunch of other people when they went a little bit soft. So if you find yourself on your yacht in 1981, you might be listening to After the Love is Gone by Airplay. Very short-lived project. Very hard album to actually to find, like LP to find. And uh, we started off the uh, broadcast this evening with a cool band called Arch. There's a T in the middle there. You may remember them if you are in the metal know. Song is Power to the Man. And it's. Uh, like I said at the top, it's uh, Norwegian metal, but very accessible and good and thrashy when it needs to be and getting the job done oh so well. And so now we are off and we are officially off and running. So welcome into the broadcast as we find ourselves on the precipice of our very, very first of many segments for this evening and um, I got a very cool very cool prize for those of you for the person who is uh, victorious in our very first segment and I'll tell you in a second but we got to get get on over there and see what's happening at the broadcast zone theme park saddle up A theme? Find the theme. What are these things? There's a theme. Is there a theme? That we're all connected. A theme? What do they all have in common? A theme. We are all connected. What do these things have in common, you ask? Does it have a theme? Seems like a good theme. Connected. See what they all have in common? They are connected. A theme. We need a theme. A simple theme. What do all these seemingly disparate things have in common? Do it here, a theme. Connected. Variations on a theme. What do they have in common? We need a theme. Theme. Connected. That seems to be his theme. All had in common? All connected. Seems a lot theme. Connected. Do they have in common? Is there a theme? You want a theme? I'll give you a theme. Tonight's theme. And what is tonight's theme? Well, let's start by telling you, if you were able to determine what these five songs all have in common with one another, fresh cider donuts that's right 
they will be vacuum sealed and sent to your doorway if you were able to determine what these songs all have in common. And these are great apple cider donuts. They come from the Red Barn in Phillipson, Massachusetts. We were there yesterday kayaking uh, near Tully Lake. And we were able to get some that we can send away to those of you who are able to figure out what the answer is to this week's theme park. So put your thinking caps on. I can tell you it's a five-song mix, and I can tell you that it begins right now. So give us a call, 617-829-9283. Text line is open, 617-764-9283. What is the answer? What do they have in common? I know you'll figure it out. Put on your thinking caps and begin now.
station in the world in the world is right here right now hey folks we want to hear from you reach out on facebook and twitter at wave radio boston
But if this ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give in a cry, say live and let die.
Radio.com. Radio. Boston.
good. We did have uh, a winner. Billy from Evanston, Illinois was able to determine that all five songs were James Bond title sequence songs. And in descending order, we start off with Chris Cornell's You Know My Name from Casino Royale. That was, if you're familiar, if you're a Bond nerd like we are here at the broadcast, you know that that's the reboot with uh, Daniel Craig. Um, certainly an excellent movie, a little bit grittier. Um, not uh, Daniel Craig, not my favorite Bond. Not my least favorite Bond, he's somewhere in the middle. Um, Chris Cornell's song though was very good. Um, problem with that is there's only one Casino Royale and that's Peter Sellers. Sorry, them is the facts. Moving on, Miss Sheena Easton with For Your Eyes Only. And now we're cooking with gas because when you're talking about James Bond, you're talking about Roger Moore, the only acceptable James Bond is Roger Moore. And as I sit on high and pass judgment, I am trying to tell you that it's really not something that we can discuss any further than that. Now, I, I actually firmly believe there's a couple instances in this world where what you saw first informs your decisions. For example, if you're a certain age and you saw your first uh, James Bond movie was Sean Connery, then you think Sean Connery is the only acceptable James Bond. Understood. If you're a certain age and you saw Roger Moore in your very first James Bond movie, Roger Moore is the only acceptable James Bond movie. If you're a certain age and you saw Timothy Dalton as Roger Moore, I don't know what to tell you. He is not James Bond. Pierce Brosnan on the line. Because sometimes I keep waiting for someone to call him Remington Steele. But again, I digress. Sheena Easton's For Your Eyes Only. Which of course, that's right. That was my very first James Bond movie, was For Your Eyes Only. And I would say probably number three in my favorite, top five. So we're moving on down the list again to another very, very great Roger Moore movie, but not in my top five, but certainly a great movie, Live and Let Die by Wings, as covered by uh, a lot of people, most notably, of course, Guns N' Roses, which we saw last month, do a version of it. We now move on into also in my top five, Nobody Does It Better by Carly Simon. Also one, of my, also one of my top five James Bond movies, The Spy Who Loved Me. We then move into my favorite of all James Bond movies, A View to a Kill with Duran Duran. And uh, that is certainly my favorite one. Um, probably because Christopher Walken is such an awesome villain in that, and so is Grace Jones. You know, there's that old joke. People say disco sucks, but no one says it to Grace Jones. 
anyway, that is all the news that is fit to print when it comes to the theme park. And this theme park is now closed. And it was a lot of fun bringing you the theme park this evening. And it was a James Bond themed theme park. So if you want to chime in on your thoughts on James Bond films, where they where you stand on which one's your favorites, your least favorite, please, I want to hear, I want to know your opinion. Of course, your opinion matters to us here at the broadcast. We may not air it, but we will certainly consider it as an informed decision. So please call in, text in, let us know what you think about James Bond films, because it was on October 6th, National James Bond Day. And uh, with Halloween coming up, you can never go wrong wearing a tuxedo and going as James Bond. So these things kind of work together in, in unison. So that is what we're doing there. And now we're doing something else. And you're thinking, well, what are we doing now? Well, how do I explain this in a way that everyone will understand? I've scrubbed up. I've made myself as presentable as I can make myself because, well, as you may have guessed, the doctor, well, the doctor's in. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. The doctor is in. So we're getting in some texts about the James Bond discussion. And people are disagreeing in some cases, agreeing wholeheartedly in other cases. Um, once again, this is a, this is a, a conversation as old as time. Again, you can't go wrong with Sean Connery. He's certainly an acceptable Bond. You can't go wrong with Pierce Brosnan, also an acceptable Bond. Uh, I, I would say that with the exception of uh, Timothy Dalton, and Daniel Craig, um, just about anything that you say is probably going to be um, okay to a certain extent. But I, once again, I digress because the doctor's in. You know, I'm trying to perform surgery over here. Okay, I don't have time to have this discussion. You know, my uh, my hands are up in the air backwards as I'm scrubbed and ready to go. So let me tell you um, a little bit about this evening's open song surgery song of the week. And uh, it's kind of a nice one. I'm really excited about this one. And part of the reason why I'm excited is it was actually 1988, this day in 1988, where this EP was officially um, released. So that's kind of why we're excited about this and the debut single from this band is a song that we're delving into because they never they, they, they wrote a lot of really cool tunes and are widely regarded as um, maybe the the crazy uncle of grunge you know certainly the older crazy uncle of grunge is probably a good way to describe the band that we are talking about right now and that is of course Mud Honey who is in town, by the way, this week. So please go see Mark Arm and the boys. It's always still excellent to go see them. 
important, important band from um, the Sub Pop label, obviously. And uh, the song that we are going to be talking about is Touch Me, I'm Sick. And it really is one of the true anthems of the grunge movement. Um, it was uh, recorded in um, April of 1988, and they released it as a 7-inch on August 1st. But the EP came out on October 20th, 1988. And of course, it was recorded at the uh, Hall of Justice. Um, or some people know it as uh, the Reciprocal Studio. If you are familiar with um, your studios, you know that that is the coffin. It basically looks, the building looks like a giant coffin in Seattle. It is ground zero for grunge. Um, so many important uh, songs, EPs were cut there. And a whole bunch of them, of course, were cut with producer Jack and Dino, who uh, was also the producer of uh, Touch Me, I'm Sick. Um, you know, when you listen to Mark Arm's vocals here, it almost sounds like he's making fun of or parodying Iggy or Jerry Lee Lewis or something. He's, he's definitely channeling something, and it almost sounds as if he's making fun, but that's what gives it sort of this endearing, irreverent sound to it. Um, and also, Steve Turner's Big Muff um, Electrolux, if you're familiar with that, that stomp box, it's, it's been doubled, so it has a, a really, really thick, thick sound that um, comes to define a certain sound of grunge. And um, so actually they donated, because um, the lyrics were not found, they donated uh, Turner's uh, um, Super Fuzz Muff, Big Muff, um, to uh, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. It's on display because it's such an important sound. And of course, it's on the Sub Pop label. It's really one of the most important, truly important songs from that canon of early grunge, the late 80s, but that turns into uh, the, the indisputable grunge movement. Um, for example, Kurt Cobain lists this as one of their, his uh, top 50 EPs ever. And that's, uh, that's a tough, tough, um, tough bracket to break into, so. Now, lyrically, the song deals with a lot of the obvious things. Um, um, sickness, um, dirty sex, um, disease, self-loathing. And it's, it's all of those themes kind of put together. And there's, of course, there's some talk about, um, like, all great songs. Is there more that we're not knowing about the lyrics? Um, you know, Mark Arm actually says that he doesn't, it, the, the lyrics were kind of throwaway. They were supposed to be kind of funny. Um, and part of that was because um, when um, when Pavitt, who, one of the owners of, of Sub Pop, came to him and said, listen, you got to use just three chords, <laughs> you know, when you're playing. That's what we're looking for. Um, you know, he kind of like took that and ran with it as an idea. And um, to make a long story short, so Sonic Youth actually cuts this song at the same time. And then, of course, in reciprocation, Mudhoney then cuts the classic Sonic Youth song, Halloween. They kind of trade songs as sort of like a thing. So some people actually, um, there was a time where people weren't really sure whose song it was, if you can believe that, before the grunge movement happened. 
Uh, but it is very much a mud honey song. And um, that's really about it. Um, there is some talk, obviously, that the song is kind of um, ripping off a bunch of different songs. Um, one by the Stooges, certainly one by the Sonics, uh, Black Flag tune. If you, if you listen to it, it could sound like that he's ripping off a lot of people. But, you know, that's uh, some of these songs are derivative only because they sound so good that it must be from somewhere that you've heard before but not necessarily the case. So I think I've, uh, I think I've said as much as I'm going to say on this subject, I'm pretty much ready to incise, um, because the doctor, like I said, is, is in. Doctor. 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 And get the machine that goes. Doctor. Doctor. Glad I'm not sick. From 1988. Mud Honey's debut EP. The broadcast presents. Touch me. I'm sick. Okay, Clem, here we go. Forceps. That's the art line. You hyperventilating the patient. No, doctor. Raise the bone wax. Red some bomb scissors. That's the bomb scissors. Get that cat out of here. Yes, sir.
is Clem, inviting you to join me up on the high wire every Friday night between 10 p.m. and midnight for the broadcast with Clem, the Everything Plays, Anything Goes radio show that features music for your many moods. So tune in early and stay up late for the broadcast with Clem, where hearing is believing and you won't believe your ears.
like a ghostbuster catching a ghost, we here at the broadcast are able sometimes to grab hold of a spirit and tune them in here at the end of the dial listener land. And that is the case with one, the ghost of Casey Kasem. Here's the bit. Have a listen. Ghost? Ghost? Oh. Casey Kasem. The ghost. Ghost of Casey Kasem. Ghost of Casey Kasem. Ghost of Casey Kasem. A ghost! Dear Casey, aren't you dead? Yes, I am. I'm extremely dead. But here it is. The brand new number one song in the USA. Very good radio tuning skills. Every once in a while, we're able to tune in to the other side of the universe and talk to the great man himself. And he'll tell me something he wants to hear. So let's have a listen. If we listen very carefully, we'll hear what he wants to hear and maybe play it. So listen up. Tower of Power from Oakland, California, and don't change horses in the middle of the stream. Five long years, we have been together. Your love and understanding has brought us through stormy weather. I must admit, girl, I haven't always been good But you stuck by me just like you said you would Hey, I know that enough is enough But you shouldn't be talking about giving up Turning loose might be right, it seems The wrong decision will spoil all our dreams In the middle of a stream In the middle of a stream Get 
You're listening to Wave Radio Boston. Not serving the public interest, just our own.
So, this week's 420 Taste of the Tropics song of the week is Gotta Keep On Moving by the great Lord Tenemo. Enjoy. You keep on moving in and out, girl. You keep on moving. You keep on moving in and out, girl. You keep on moving. I keep trying to hold you both day and night. But I never can touch you, Lord. You're always out of sight. Moving 
side in New York City, where everybody is very sedity and much too discreet to even be seen too often out in the street. Nobody would ever think of it as the beauty in the beast side, not the east side. That's uh, you're hearing a little George Russell there in his uh, East Side Orchestra, as he does Autumn in New York, because it is, as you know, Autumn everywhere. New York is uh, no different. So what do we hear in that last set there? Well, at the very end, we had our 4:20 Taste of the Tropics song of the week by. One Lord Tanamo and uh, keep on moving. Excellent, excellent track there. Before that, um, a, a kind of an unknown band called Underdog, and the um, it's off their self-titled LP from 1982, Underdog, and the track is called Hammer My Nail Into You, and it's really a romantic sentiment when you think about it. Uh, before that, we had the ghost of Casey Kasem was able to grace us with his uh, spirit once again this evening. And uh, we were able to ply him with his request, given the fact that he made so many long-distance dedications. Now he's making a really, really long-distance dedication, crossing celestial worlds. And I gotta tell you, the guy is unbelievable. So he wanted to hear... Uh, Tower of Power, Don't Change Horses in the Middle of the Stream, of course, uh, featuring the uh, vocal stylings of the great Lenny Williams, and that's from uh, the Back to Oakland LP from 1974. For that, we had Bang by Gorky Park from 1989, kind of a forgotten one in there. And we started off that set with our open song, Surgery Song of week and that was mud honeys touch me i'm sick and as we like to say here on the broadcast with clem you are officially caught up with all that has gone down and so now i found myself in the enviable task of saying what's coming up and that is it's time for what is it time for 
Well, I think we know what it's time for. It's time for this. Catch up live concert report with Becca Lee. And that's right. It's time for our coming at you live concert report that is provided to us by Wave Radio Boston's own musical meteorologist, the great Becca Lee. And she has provided some news and notes about things that are going on in and around the metro area. So listen up and grab your gear and get out and see some of this. I'm going to start with what's happening right now in Taffeta, in Lowell, Massachusetts, right now. Blues roots and rock and roll artists Liam St. John and Joshua Quimby are playing as we live and breathe. So if you're there, I don't need to tell you that, so you already know. But also, playing right now in the witching town of Salem at Artist Row between 7 and they might have just gotten off stage and be listening. If they are, text in. Let's lighten up behind me. Maybe they are texting in. Exit 18, Time That Remains, Hot Fire, and The Slackademics. Hope they had a good show. I'm sure that they did. Also today, tonight was Gold Star Boulevard, Big Rav, Love, Sh- Love Shamans, and Matthias. And that was at the jungle. Now this is really, really great. Okay, Jonathan Richmond. That's right. That Jonathan Richmond. Massachusetts own Jonathan Richmond with Tommy Larkin on drums. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at the Somerville Theater in Davis Square. And there are some people I know who live right there. Don't try to park in the market basket. Even if you go in and buy one thing, they'll tell you you have to move. So don't try it. Boston's own Jonathan Richmond returns to the stage of Somerville Theater while his early 70s band The Modern Lovers is often cited as the precursor to the first wave of punk. This acclaimed musician evolved into an acoustic balladeer writing, recording, and performing his sincere and open-hearted songs. Often in a variety of languages, he'll be joined by his longtime collaborator, collaborator, excuse me, Tommy Larkin. So that was So Says Becca Lee, very concise and, and well put together synopsis of the great Jonathan Richmond. It also says Saturday Madness this weekend, and that's a bold text, so this is no joke. Bad Marriage, Dangerous Toys, All Sinners, they are playing at The Vault tomorrow, Saturday, October 21st, and that's in New Bedford, Massachusetts, South Shore, get down there. Also playing tomorrow, October 21st, at Husky's Pub in Worcester is Fever Slip. Also tomorrow, at Taffeta in Lowell, the Shirts and Shoes with their annual Wicked Riffs fundraiser with senseless optimism, strictly speaking, bag and sub punch. All proceeds donated to the Immigrant Learning Center. It's a very thoughtful, thoughtful cause. So think about that when you're getting ready to go out. Also, tomorrow at the jungle in Somerville, White Bear Principal Sub Subfias and Komodo Rojo. And uh, also tomorrow is Robotic Hawks with Charming Arson, Field Day, the edition. 
That's at the Midway Cafe in JP. Doors are at 8. Also tomorrow at the Met in Pawtucket, Rhode Island. Be there for Swivel is what it says in parentheses. Swivel and Dead Original. Opening for Smells Like Nirvana. Gotta think that's gotta be a cover band. Or a tribute band as they say. Can't be sure. Can't not be sure. So we're not quite sure and we're not quite unsure. Also tomorrow. Saturday, October 21st at Angel City Music Hall up in Manchester, New Hampshire. Tantric. That's right. Tantric from the early aughts. Tantric. Also playing, coming up, I I saw this one. This one's really cool. On Monday, October 23rd at the Sinclair, one of my favorite gigs in Cambridge is Boston's own Pile. If you're not familiar with Pile, Awesome, awesome band. One of the few really, really excellent hardcore bands is what they would call themselves or what they're kind of termed as, but it's not really, it's alt. Um, But it's heavy alt, it's good. Um, One of the really good bands to come out, excuse me, of the late aughts, early tens from the Boston scene is Pile and they're playing on Monday at the Sinclair. Go down and see these guys. Um, their 2010 release is one of the best albums of that year, without question, in my opinion. And then it says here, Becca Lee's Pick O The Week. And that's on Wednesday, October the 25th. It says the uh, telescreens in from NYC, and they're playing with Cab Ellis, Barefoot Young, and Foxy Grandpa. And that's at O'Brien's Pub, and that's in Alston. And it also says here, and this is very important, WRB Studio on Thursday, October 26th, right here as we live and breathe, the first wave on Wave Radio, WRBRocks.com. This is not to be missed. This is what it says, so don't play around. This is not to be missed. You don't even have to leave your couch. I mean, it's hard to argue with that. Anytime you hear that, that's makes you want to kind of like sit up, like don't have to leave my couch. That's right, because you can listen to it. Rolling Nectar is playing right across the air studio in the live room. I can see that it's all ready to go. It smells like it's ready to hear live music, and fe- I can feel the vibrations right now. And uh, I would also like to point out, even though it would be also on the 26th, if you if you want to do more than one thing, if you want to multitask, the zombies are in town. That's right. And they have a new album out. Came out a couple months ago. Brand new album by awesome band from the 60s, the zombies. A couple of tracks are really, 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 really interesting. Cool band. They're playing on the 26th, and that's at the Cabot Theater in Beverly, North Shore. That's worth checking out. But also, as I said earlier, Mud Honey is in town, and they're at the Brighton Music Hall on the 26th. So you can do Mud Honey, The Zombies, and then listen to Rolling Nectar all on one night. So don't play around. And that is your Becca Lee's Coming At You Live concert report with a little bit of the broadcast with Clem's sort of inside information at the very, very end. So I hope that that was that information will come in useful to all of you who are looking to pound the pavement 
and hear live music this week. So what else do we have to say about this? Well, normally when we play the Beckley's Coming At You Live concert report, I put together a double shot, a triple shot, a quadruple shot, a quintuplet shot of bands that we just mentioned to give you an idea of what's around, what's coming, and get you jazzed and ready to go out and see some of this. And tonight's no different. We got some Dangerous Toys, we got some Zombies, we got some Pile, we got some Jonathan Richmond with Vampire Girl. It's in season, as you know. We got some Tantric, all coming up right now in this little set. Do not go anywhere because it's happening right now. Have a listen to Dangerous Toys because we're teasing and pleasing. got the wrong house.
This is Wave Radio Boston. WaveRadioBoston.com. And if she should tell you, come closer. And if she tempts you with a chance, tell her no. This is Clem, inviting you to the end of the dial every Friday night between 10 p.m. and midnight for The Broadcast with Clem, where audience possibilities are without limit. Join us every Friday as we anchor the Friday triad here on Wave Radio Boston, wrbrocks.com. The Broadcast with Clem, where hearing is believing, and you won't believe your ears. (laughs) 
Gather around for a minute or two And I'll admit something to you I get intrigued when women look sinister Call me superficial But I stare at them vampire girls It's not the mascara It's not the tight dress It's a look in the eyes Gonna scare you to death Vampire girl Vampire girl I get so intrigued When they look like a vampire girl She could be She could rise She do ritual sacrifice Vampire girl Vampire girl Time 
Assume that you're to blame You think that you're insane Won't you spare me? I know the breakdown Everything is gonna shake now someday I know the breakdown Tell me again, am I awake now? Maybe you can find the reason that No one else is living this way in Massachusetts own Hugo Ferreira so just saw from the text good to see that you're out there Hugo good to see that you're playing up in uh, up in Manchester have a good show all of that one of the one of the cool bands actually came out of the ashes of days of the new um, in the early aughts Hugo joins with uh, his very cool baritone and you end up with that particular song among others that are really really excellent and I should shout out to Hudson Massachusetts also the home of the great guitar player Nuno Betancourt so a lot going on over there and I believe there's actually uh, TC Lando's over there so go get a steak and cheese while you're all over that way um, and you won't be disappointed also in that 
almost a local set because we heard the great, obviously, Jonathan Richmond in there with Vampire Girl. And that's off of um, You Must Ask the Heart from 1995. Cool album. A little tongue in cheek. He's known for that, obviously. And it just seemed like the right song to play given the fact that it is almost um, Hallow's Eve. So figure I'd do a little tease there. We like to tease and please. Uh, speaking of teasing and pleasing, uh, we also had uh, Sweat Lodge by great band Pyle, as we kind of talked them up at the beginning there. And Magic Isn't Real is the name of the LP. Go check that one out. Some really, really excellent songs on there. At least four or five really, really excellent tunes from a band that didn't really get a lot of love. But they're in town because they're local guys, so go see them if you can. That would be awesome. Also in town, I'm not sure if... uh, Mr. Argent is still with them, if he's still touring with them, but I know that he was had a hand in their most recent LP, uh, The Zombies, and their third single, Tell Her No, 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 Tell Her No, No. You know, it's funny, when I ever hear that song, I actually think of the Juice Newton version. She does a version of it as well. It's got more of a country flair to it. If you mix them together, it's kind of a strange strange thing. Maybe we'll do a cover to cover later on. That has to do with that. Maybe not. You'll have to stay tuned. And we start off our Becca Lee's Coming At You Live concert report set with Austin, Texas' own Dangerous Toys and Teasin' and Pleasin'. Their first two albums are Required Listening for Hair Sleaze Metal in my opinion. Uh, must have been 6,000 years ago. Uh, Chuck, if you're out there listening, tell me the dates on that, but I think we saw Dangerous Toys and Bonham open for the cult at the Old Garden. Uh, he'll text me and let me know exactly what happened that night, I'm sure. Anyway, so that is the end of that particular set. And we are now moving on to our next order of business because there is so much more to get to. And I can't think of, I think we've waited long enough as we listen to Bill Evans in the big broadcast jazz bed with Autumn Leaves. Um, I think we've waited long enough. I think everyone wants to hear and wants to play. Well, I think you know what it's time for. Name that movie. That's right. Often copied, never quite duplicated, always revered, never quite the same twice. The one and only name that movie in which we provide you with three clips from three different films and then we need you to phone in, text in, make your your voice known. Try to figure out which movie we're thinking about. And the way that you can be certain is that we will give you a song at the very end and that will cement your answer. So, let's play... Name that movie. And that was the name of the movie. What's the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie? What's the name of the movie? Name it. Movie? So as I said before, there are three clips 
in no particular order except for how they appear. So I'm going to play them one after another until we reach the end of the three clips. And then I will play a song. And it is on you to figure out what's going on. So here's your first clip in this week's Name That Movie. Have a listen. So that leaves Reinhard Holtz. Exactly. And he's going to spend the rest of his life in Siegfried Prison, a prison which is manned by the military of four nations, all of them doing one job, guarding one man. And what do you expect me to do about it? I want you to join forces with me to get Reinhard Holtz out of Siegfried Prison so he can tell us where the gold is hidden. But how are you planning on getting Holtz out? I mean, Siegfried must be foolproof. Siegfried Prison may be foolproof, but we are not fools, are we? <laughs> well, we need someone to come up with something. Do you know such a person? There may be a guy. Get Holtz out of Siegfried. You must be out of your cotton-picking mind. The 82nd Airborne couldn't get him out of there. But we're going to, with a little help from our friends. Meaning who? Meaning you, for openness. Have you any idea how that place is run? No. So why don't you tell us about it? The duty roster operates on eight-hour shifts. And doing everything by numbers, right? I mean, there's an order covering every move. And nothing moves without an order. You'd better believe it. Holtz has one hour of exercise in the morning, another hour of exercise in the afternoon, and always somebody's watching him. Like a complex precision machine, highly trained and thoroughly drilled body of men designed for only one purpose. Only in this case, it's just to keep one guy in prison who wouldn't escape if all the doors were left wide open. In 1,900 hours, Holtz gets his chow. 2,200 lights out. He may be asleep, but nobody else is. He's watched 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Hey, let me ask you one question, Major. Go ahead. Why are we risking our necks to get the old fart out? I, I can make sure you guys can grill him in a cell. Because it won't work. Pryor, what do you think? He's going to spill his guts in three minutes flat? No way. He is quite right. Of course he's quite right. We need more time to open him up. That's why we have to get him out of that prison. Do you realize that Holtz hasn't said anything about his past in over 25 years? And that's the first clip in this week's Name That Movie. Is there a song that corresponds to that film that you're aware of? Well, that's one down. Here's the second clip. Have a listen. Mr. Lennox is the director of the museum. This is Detective Michael McCann. The point of entry was a hollow statue delivered this morning. They brought it in through their own security. Next guy tell me it was a horse. A Trojan horse. Bingo. Somebody's got a sense of humor. Mr. Lennox, I gather it was just the one painting. Oh, but it's such an important one. It's a, a seminal work, a historical watershed. It's truly irreplaceable. I love this neighborhood. Some of these birds were in my salary. So the skylight was rigged to blow. Yeah. There were cargo nets spread out, ready to use. And they're wearing repelling harnesses underneath their clothes. But somebody makes them early. Chopper takes off. Some of the crew make it, some of them don't. Basically amateur night. What's that? Uh, it, it was wedged under the gate. Titanium. The engineer said it'd have to absorb 15 to 20 tons to stop this gate. Seems there may be a couple holes in your theory. They shut off the air to drive out the tourists. Then they escort them out anyway. Then they close the gates to keep everybody out, but block one of them open while they prepare to load, conservatively, a thousand pounds of paintings and 800 pounds of men that we know about. You, uh, 
figure your route this morning, do you, Lieutenant? Uh, it's Detective. And, you know, I'm a little fuzzy about who you are. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm Catherine Banning. Oh. Zurich Underwriters requested... Well, actually, they... Your insurance. Let's say there are a couple of Swiss gentlemen who'd rather not write a $100 million check. Tom, I'm stuck with you on my back. Oh, come on, Lieutenant. Who knows? You might enjoy it. Well, I'll do what they tell me to do. The week before I met you... I nailed two crooked real estate agents and a guy who was beating his kids to death. So if some Houdini wants to snatch a couple swirls of paint that are really only important to some very silly, rich people, I don't really give a damn. So that's the second clip in this week's Name That Movie. And here is your third and final clip. Have a listen. Who sent you? You have to kill me. Who sent you? Kiss my ass, Powers. Who sent you? Dr. Eva. That was easy. That was easy. <laughs> Why did you tell us? I can't stand to be asked the same question three times. It just irritates me. Where is Dr. Evil hiding? Why would he tell me? I'm just one of his low-level functionaries. Where is Dr. Evil hiding? You'll have to torture me. I'll never tell you. Where's Dr. Evil hiding? Damn. Three times. He's hiding in the secret volcano layer. Where's Dr. Evil's secret volcano lair? I spit at the question. Do I really have to ask you two more times? Go to hell, Powers. Fine. Where is Dr. Evil's secret volcano lair? I will take it to the grave with me. Aha! You have to answer. He asked you three times. No, 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 no. The second question was, do I really have to ask you two more times? So that would be the first question in a new line of questioning and wouldn't count in the other line of questioning. Yeah, he's right. However, I'm just trying to get information from you, man. I don't need any consistency in the questions, do I? No, no, you're preaching to the converted. Well, if I'm preaching to the converted, then why are you being so slavish to the three-question form is my question. You're not even looking at me, man. Now you're just being rude, you know what I mean? You're not listening, man. So is that the clip for which the broadcast is thinking? Well, you've heard three clips from three separate films. I will now play a song from one of those films. And if you are, let's make it interesting, the second person to get it right, then you will get... Well, nothing. There's really nothing at stake. Except for, I will say who you are on the air. And that's kind of cool. I mean, everyone enjoys that. So, listener line is open. 617-829-9283. Text us. 617-764-9283. On your mark. Get set. Begin. Cinnamon, where he gonna run to? Cinnamon, where he gonna run to? Where he gonna run to? All on that day, will I run to the rock? Please hide me and run to the rock. 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 Please hide me and run to the rock.
Not me, Lord. All on me, baby. But the rock right out. I can't hide you the rock right out. I can't hide you the rock right out. I ain't gonna hide you down. All on me, baby. I said, rock. What's the matter with you, rock? Don't you see I need you, rock? So I ran to the river It was bleeding to run to the sea It was bleeding to run to the sea It was bleeding all on that day So I ran to the river It was boiling around to the sea It was boiling around to the sea It was boiling all on that day So I ran to the Lord
617-829-WAVE or shoot us a text at 617-764-WAVE. I will text you.
Sorry to cut in to the, to the music here, but just want to let you know that we did have someone who got it. Tammy from Ventura, California. Uh, we had a couple of people who got it wrong because they didn't specify. And what, I'm, what I mean to say is the answer is the 1999 version of the Thomas Crown Affair starring Pierce Brosnan. Not the original with Steve McQueen that takes place in Boston. By the way, if you haven't seen the original, the original is awesome. Both of which have Faye Dunaway in it, um, but I digress. As I said, your pop culture, um, your, your judge of pop culture, sometimes I have information that you need to know, and that's one of them. But Tammy was able to determine it was the 90s remake version of the Thomas Crown Affair, and the song, of course, is Cinnamon by Nina Simone. And uh, so you now are in the know. Good job, Tammy, out there in California, getting that one correct with all of your information. But, you know, as, as we were sitting here talking, I looked over and realized there's something else happening. There's something spinning in the corner. I think you know what it is real quick. We better get to it because it's spinning. And the more it spins, the more it gets out of hand. And the more out of hand it gets, well, you know how it goes. Spinning the wheel! Round and round and round we go. Beneath the wheel. The 60s. The 80s? The wheel! 70s? 90s? The wheel! The aughts? The 60s? Spin the wheel! Spin it! The 90s? Spin it. The 70s? The wheel! Sons of time! 60s, ah. 70s, 80s, 90s? The future? The wheel, wheel, This wheel of wonder. Wheel of time! So the wheel was spun, and it landed on the 1990s. So there's a song in here, the 90s envelope, which will tell us what the song is from 1990. Huh. Now here's something you don't hear very often. Man, I gotta tell you, this is another one that's way out there. From 1992, Anything at All by Mitch Malloy. Enjoy.
fat and he don't run too fast But he's faster than me Last night at the show we saw him Going out on the street He's a walkie talkie We all can't do this Welcome back. You are listening to the broadcast with Clem on Wave Radio Boston, WRBRocks.com. And now, back to our studios. Now, back to our studios indeed. And it's good to have you all back. So that was a stereogram with Walkie Talkie Man. Cool band from uh, New Zealand. And that's from 2004. Before that, we had um, our Wheel of Time song of the week. The Wheel of Time song landed on the 90s. And as a result, we were able to play a 90s tune. Really cool one, actually, if you remember the video. Anything at all by uh, Mitch Malloy from 92. Cool little band there. Before that, we had uh, Slow Death by Juggernaut from 1986. Baptism Under Fire. And, of course, we start off that set with our... Name that movie song of the week, which corresponded to the remake of The Thomas Crown Affair. And the song, of course, is Sinnerman by Nina Simone. And as we like to say here, you are officially all caught up with that which has gone down. And in this last little set here, we're going to try to squeeze in. We're going to try to shoehorn in some, a few things at once here two things at once and it's important to recognize that the broadcast with Clem likes to dip its toe and put its fingers in so many different pies music art sports we like to opine about many things and when your football team is as dreadful as it is right now to the point that people are now officially calling for the head of Bill Belichick who is widely regarded as the greatest head coach in football history you know the mighty have fallen and you know things have gone very 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 wrong but one of the problems I heard this week was how do you get rid of him He's owed money, and uh, you're going to bring in some you know, whiz kid offensive mind to take his place. What about Gerard Mayo? You promised him the job. That's why he didn't take interviews in the offseason, because you said you're next in line, thinking that it might be a year, two years down the line, but now it's seemingly here. 
So as all these things are happening in the football universe, the Patriots universe, you know, I can't help. I can't help but try to problem solve. It's just in my nature. So when that happens, I end up, well, having to... Now, back to sports talk. I end up having to get back to sports talk. And that means calling Felger and Maz, Boston's own drive time, sports talk radio giants, Felger and Maz and Murray. So this is what that sounds like. Go ahead, Clark. Sports. Time out. Bad idea trusting the Celtics. There we go, Patriots. Now sports. Sports, 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 Boston Red Sox. Sports, 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 We'll be right back with sports. Go Bruins. Sox. Sports. Sports. Boston sports, sports legend. This is Bill Belichick. Welcome to the New England Patriots. Let's go. Turning Red out of sports. Boston Celtics. Right, the Bruins. Thank you, sports fans. <laughs> Welcome to sports. Time out. Time out. Time out. Red Sox. Time out. Time out. Not the Red Sox. Now sports. Red Sox. Patriots. Time out. Sports. Okay, Bruins. Sports. Oh, no. Sports. Time out. Go Red Sox. Celtics. Sports talks about sports on the radio. And sports. Time out! Sports! 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 And now we're sports. And now it's time for sports. Exactly, the Boston Bruins. Now turning for the world of sports. Okay, Clem, thanks for the call. Clement Chelmsford, yes, Clem. So you were talking about Colin Coward, and the sticking point that seemed like was uh, money that's owed Belichick, which is real and uh, Gerard Mayo being presumably promised a job. So here's what you do. You strip Belichick of all powers effective immediately and reassign him to another position in the organization, you know, given his love of microphones and cameras, maybe the audiovisual department, and explain to him that in no uncertain terms he is now the Ernie Adams to the new interim head coach, Gerard Mayo, which allows you to see if Mayo is a good fit here or not. And if Belichick fails to cooperate, you start firing his undeserving spawn of mouth breathers one by one. Either way, problem solved. Okay. You want to respond to what? Yeah, he said? just I would tell you that they, in all likelihood that would be a violation of his contract. So my guess is that Bill has it in his deal that if he's reassigned to any sort of other position, that he would have the right to terminate the deal. He'd be right to compensation in certain amounts or what have you, because he's been around too long to leave open that loophole. I mean, it'd be like the you know, and I'll give you the talk radio equivalent. They want to move us to middays or to nights. Mm-hmm. Are they, you know, <clears throat> what does your contract say? Exactly right. Exactly right. So I have to believe that. No, sorry, he didn't answer, Murray. But go ahead, <laughs> yeah. keep going. Yeah. <laughs> so, but but I think it's that kind of thing that it would come up. You know, I don't think the Patriots can do that without incurring right. some sort of penalty. Are these two really going to go to war, Bill and Robert Kraft? After both, do you want to go to court if you don't have to? And they did. They, you know, it, they went to the mattresses, so to speak. They went to war with Parcells on the way out the door. Belichick had to go to war with the Jets and ultimately to court or mediation. They all even had to lawyer up for him to get out of New York. It's like, do you want to go through all that again or do you want to work it out? You know, so they would, I I would think they would obviously much rather work it out. I think so. Look again, you know, for, for all of the tension that exists in that world, I do think that they have respect for one another. But uh, relative, you know, comparing one yeah. to another. Oh, no, yeah. He's, overall, he's had a pretty good. Well, hold on. You say he respects him. Where did he win that? Where that pin? Uh, for this all-important anti-Semitism okay. initiative? For- no, no. Bill's petty and spiteful and all of this, but is he capable at the very end, when it comes comes time to do the big separation, is he able to 
be an adult and settle and give something to get out without going to war? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Again, does this seem like the behavior of an adult that can do the right thing when needed? No, but no, it doesn't, Murray. It, 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 it doesn't. You're totally right. The microphone thing is a complete, you know, Roberts is boss. Yeah, and this all-important pin of yours, let me put it down by my crutch so no one can see. Just... No, Murray's right. I don't so, know which way it would go. So that's true. You'd like to it's think true. that put all that aside and settle, you know, as adults and not having to go... But you just don't know. No, you just don't know. So anyway, that's my thought on this week's happenings in the world of New England sports. But there's one last piece of business that we need to attend to before the broadcast with Clem can fade off into the that good night. And that is our final segment of the evening which is none other than the world famous spin magazine cover two cover the cover of rolling stone cover shoot cover to cover rang you're gonna be on the cover of rolling stone what else is on the cover on all those magazine covers rang hammer enemy cover to cover it was on the cover of the magazine. Hit magazine. Rolling Stone magazine. The cover. Cover. Magazine. Cover to cover. Boston magazine. Metal. Boston magazine. Metal is ready for the makers. Cover to cover. Don't you ask me to read the enemy? Cover. To cover. Spin magazine. Well, now this is a cream magazine. This is Rolling Stone. Cover to cover. Circus. Magazine! Magazine! Magazines! Yeah! Magazines! On the cover of Rolling Stone. Cover. I write for Cream Magazine. Cover. Oh, we be smiling. Beautiful. So what basically happens here is we have a band that graces the cover of one of these magazines. And what we will then do is we will play that band doing a cover. And when that happens, it's a it's a cool thing. And normally... When we do that, every once in a great while, the band that we just covered, they will then play a song, and they'll make it a true cover to cover. And when that happens, it sounds like this. Bonus track. Bonus track. Bonus track. Bonus track. Bonus. And that's more often the case than otherwise. But every once in a while, we play a song, they cover a song, and then we don't play the band that they just covered. So when that happens, it sounds like this. Bonuses. No. Bonus. No bonus. No, 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 no. Bonus. Twofer. Song. Twofer. No, 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 no. Song. Now, the thing is, is that you won't know until after we play the first song. You have to listen for one of those two little promos to know whether or not it's a true cover to cover or not. So. Let's begin, shall we? On the cover of Metal Edge magazine, December 1991, in a mosaic is the great band Viking. And their cover of Hell is for Children by Pat Benatar. Here it is. Thank you. 
says it all. Let Vince sing it to you. Lighters up.
B. Rocks.com. Wave. Radio. Boston. F. U. 2. FM. See, I'm gone. You know, there ain't no woman gonna settle me down. I just gotta be traveling on. I'm singing. Green, green, it's green, they say, on the far side of the hill. Green, green, I'm going away to where the grass is greener still. Now, there ain't nobody in this whole wide world gonna tell me how to spend my time. I'm just a good loving rambling man Say buddy can you spare me a dime Hear me crying it's a Green green it's green they say On the far side of the hill Green green I'm going away To where the grass is greener still Yeah I don't care when the sun goes down Where I lay my weary head Green green Road. It's there I'm gonna make my bed easy now Green, green, it's green they say On the far side of the Minstrels and the Nuftet sound that was parodied by um, one of my favorite movies, uh, Mighty Wind, which might be in the offing at some point. So be on the lookout for that. But you're hearing a very familiar voice taking lead vocals for that Nuftet sound of the new Christie Minstrels, and that would be Barry Maguire, he of Eve of Destruction fame, the pride of uh, Oklahoma. Well, he was celebrating a birthday this week, and since we didn't do a birthday death day, I figured I would squeeze in a birthday at the very end. Um, so happy birthday to Mr. Barry Maguire, because uh, we are on the Eve of Destruction, I suppose, but Green Green is the song that I decided to, to go with, which is um, 
remarkable that there's nine people strumming acoustic guitars at the same time in that in that particular recording. Very, very cool sound. Um, before that, we had our Disposable Lighter song of the week, You're All I Need by The Crew. And also in that set, we had very cool garage band from Finland, uh, Helsinki, called uh, Smack. And from 1984, the song is called Some Fun. I'm glad that we could get a little Scandinavian um, music in this week. We got some Norway, we got some uh, Finland. Um, and speaking of that, we had some Viking, which of course is not from Scandinavia, but you know, the... Uh, the character, uh, the caricature, <laughs> if you'll allow me that word, of Viking Norseness is uh, from Scandinavia. Um, and there was a little bit of a, of a mess up there. Um, the, it w- that was not Hell is for Children. That was being played, in case you're wondering. Um, so I, I sort of, at the very last second, realized that it wasn't Hell is for Children. I put in the wrong um, the wrong track, which happens from time to time. So, you know, um, we will we will deal with our interns um, off the air and let them know and that we're not going to allow that to happen. But it did, and mistakes will happen. So that's fine. And in order to remedy that particular misstep, I decided to play a Pat Benatar song. That is also a cover, and hope that that might have sort of smoothed the way. So we did You Better Run, which, as you know, is was written by Felix uh, Cavallari of The Young Rascals. If you ever hear the original You Better Run, it's pretty cool, actually. From I think it's like 66, I think. Um, so go listen to that. It sounds a little bit different than um, Neo Dorado and... Um, uh, Pat Benatar's version of You Better Run, but it's actually very similar in terms of its structure. And unfortunately, we weren't able to hear Vikings Hell is for Children, but that's the way it goes. And we are officially out of time for any other activity. So we're going to table it until the next time we we speak and see each other. So... It makes me wonder, what happens now? I think you know what happens. When you hear the walking song, you know it's time to pack it up and get ready to make our way to the exits. So, as you can imagine, we have reached our final destination for this week. So check around, make sure everything that you brought with you, you take out as well. You load in and load out, leave no trace. I know uh, belongings have been shifted, but you need to take them with you. So here's tonight's quote that comes to us by Federico Garcia Lorca. Without silver light on their foliage, the trees had grown larger and a horizon of dogs barked far from the river. Hmm. So on behalf of everyone here at the broadcast, we'd like to thank you for sharing a good part of your Friday night here with us at Wave Radio Boston, WRBRocks.com. So here's hoping that your house of cards is stacked with aces. And remember that the present 
is the future past. And until next time, this is Clem signing off. Thank you very much. And good night. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. You have a broadcast. There was a weird sound. Bye. 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 And we reached the end of our show. And uh, on that note, we bid you farewell. And so they rock and roll. We tell them their grandkids about this. Bye bye. Bye bye. You're not going to continue this broadcast. Thank you. Thank you. Good night. Now you will go to sleep, or I will put you to sleep. The end. They're erasing you. Thank you so much. Good night. That was the dignity in which you conducted yourself. Shows our God. Wipes his ass with his record contract. Still oh, your middle of the DJ Sorcery. Until next week. Tune in next week. When you will hear slowly to rest, we bid you a fond farewell. Go, bitches. Show's over. I nailed it. Bye. Tune in next week. Thank you. Good night. Bye, Radio Man. Turn out the lights. The party's over. They say that all good things must end. Let's call it a night. The party's over. And tomorrow starts the same old thing again. What a crazy, crazy party. Never seen so many people laughing, dancing. Look at you, you're having fun. But look at me, I'm almost crying. But that don't keep her love from dying. Misery calls for me, the part is over. Turn out the lights, the part is over. They say that all good things must end. Let's call it a night The party's over And tomorrow start the same old thing again Once I had a love undying I didn't keep it, wasn't trying Life for me was just one party And then another I had to have my party wine Broke her heart so many times And then one night she said, sweetheart the part is over. Turn out the lights. The part is over. They say that all good things must end. Let's call it a night. The part is over. And tomorrow we'll start the same old thing again.
concludes our broadcast day.